All right. So this is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. This is November 27th, right? Is that, did yeah. I say 27th? Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and uh, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. I'm Taylor Summers. All right. So we got Taylor in the in the house today. He's actually one of one of the people I train. I don't know how to say that. I was going to say students, but I don't you could say like student. That. I guess so you're one, my Mister Miyagi. Students. Yeah, teaching me how to paint. Teaching you how to paint, right? Teaching you <laughs> how to pick up heavy shit is what I'm doing. Um, this is the first one of one of these guys, one of my students that I've had on on here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty serious about it, and uh, I'll, we'll have Justin on here too. Yeah, just he'll make be, sure he'll he be knows. he'll be hearing this. God damn he, it! He wasn't here Friday, which is when I invited you on because. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just I, I did thought it for it would the be shirt. Kind of fun, right? And I'm gonna get you a shirt. All right. Sorry, man. <laughs> I was gonna grab I it on the way out. I totally forgot. <laughs> so I, I texted you this morning at like 9:45 mm-hmm. and was like, "Are you sure you're coming?" Mm-hmm. I didn't hear back like immediately, so I set my alarm for 10:30. I was like, "If I, I'll check at 10:30. If he hasn't answered by then, I'm not going." Low expectations. <laughs> well, just a lot of people don't show. Yeah. And I we were so. talking a little bit about that, but uh, which is pretty weird to me. Yeah, you know, I don't understand. It's a cool opportunity. Like I've always wanted. It's like okay, I got to start somewhere. It's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, just having conversations. Just your first time. You gotta, you gotta break that for me. Yeah, oh, I be got, my oh, first. I pop your cherry. Yeah, that's fantastic. First recording. All right. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So gym update. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. Mine's going pretty pretty well ish. Um, I'm lifting consistently again every day. Well, at least four days a week. Um, but my shoulder, I, I really fucked up my shoulder a couple of weeks ago. Really? I couldn't even do shoulder day uh, on Friday when you guys were all you doing it. You hid that from us. I didn't. I, I actually said it to oh. somebody. Somebody was like, "Well, oh, did you girls. do this before?" Probably. And I was like, "No, actually, I couldn't even. I couldn't even overhead press. Like, I'm just in so much pain right now. It's just mm. constantly. It feels like it's in my joint. I don't really know what's going on, but okay. it's been um, two and a half weeks now. So now I think it's time to get it checked out." I mean, because some pain will just kind of go away. Yeah. But this isn't, and it's affecting, like, my sleep, everything. So I try to do some pull-ups, mm-hmm. and uh, it actually made it feel a little bit better with the overhand. Underhand just made it feel 100 times worse. So I was like, fuck it. Um, but that's as far as I got. I got to, like, 65%. Mm-hmm. I did one set, and I could barely get up five of that. For the overhead? Yeah, for oh, strict press. Wow. And so I was like, nope. Like, just not doing it. And it was just because my arm kept overcompensating. Yeah, of course. And, like, turning all the way in, and it was just, they and were when bad lifts. That, that's when you were feeling that pain, is that underhand anyway. Right. So it was it. just, yeah, it's bad. I can barely, like, get my hand over my head right now, yeah, and it is what it is. But yeah. uh, other than that, all my lifts, I'm just pushing through. It's just shoulders. It's, okay. a, du- it's a direct shoulder injury, mm-hmm. so doing shoulders was not working out for me. But I did all the chest fucking... Deadlift squats and did all that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Getting it done before before yeah. class. I'm trying. So you can be pumped. Right. <laughs> not just pumped either. Some of, some of these things I have to like figure out how the fuck we're doing in class because we yeah. don't have all the equipment, you know, and I'm trying to sure. make it work. Um, you know it in your head, but then you got to think, well, I got to do it real quick to... How can I re-explain this to people who haven't done it before? Right. Right. Like like doing an incline without inclines. We had to stack plates underneath it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I had to figure that shit out, and it was not fun for me. But <clears throat> anyways, I'd rather spend my time figuring your guys' class out and making your shit smooth, you know? Yeah. So um, so how's it been for you? How do you feel? Wow. 
it's been insane. I mean, the change of going to something other than Snap Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> People that actually know how to lift things that it's just a world of a difference. Something I needed because I was tired of being just the strongest guy that worked out at that time because I knew just based off everything I see online and keep up on, I know I'm not strong and relative to like the world of lifting. Yeah. And so, and I, I just needed to move up from there. Well, so when you, you know? say that, I mean, you're, you're still, you're still in the top 5%. Yeah. You know what I mean? First of all, you're going to the gym consistently. Yeah. Your lifts are pretty damn good already, right? Um, yeah. So you have a good base, mm-hmm. a really good base. And uh, a lot of your lifts, like, I don't have a lot of correction for you. You, you usually are... A few are cues well. that I just need someone to say in that moment. Right. And that's hard, too, because even... I still do a few things that I shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing, and that's because I don't really have anybody watching me. Yeah. You know? So... Mm-hmm. No matter what, you're going to lift the way you lift, and we'll figure out how to work around that shit. So yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, being consistent, you know, the fact that now that my, now that my wife's going to the gym, I have, huh, I have a much better excuse of leaving four days a week. Yeah. Um, she's loving it. I mean, she's never been into it like this before, and she's getting that addiction because she's starting to like show me stuff or like well, I thought about this. I thought about that. I'm like, good. I want you to. Yeah. She's like, I just, I'm so angry. I'm not just strong enough. I said, Liz, you've been lifting for two weeks. Yeah. Like, it's okay. <laughs> she's got the drive. It's going to happen. She's get strong. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's definitely, I don't know how much she eats. If she's one of those people who just eats and eats and eats and it doesn't matter. Yes. That's okay. what happened. That's why I got fat when we met. Because like, she will eat Taco Bell every day and it's all good. And wow. I grew up, a lot of homemade meals, never eating out. So it was yeah. a big change in my life. <laughs> yeah, those and she hard. can handle it. And it's so we're changing to a lot more homemade meals. Um, we're both ha- taking turns, having a lot of fun doing that. And just focusing, like, I'm telling her to do what I've been telling myself. And it's like, don't try to think of the calories yet. Just think about the protein you need, and the calories will follow. Right. As long as you eat a whole meal with whole ingredients, you're going to get the calories in if you eat enough protein. Right. And then you're not at the point where all that stuff matters. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, you're really just, you need food. Yeah. A lot of food, a lot of protein. And then when you start figuring out, like, when you start plateauing because of your food, yeah, then we can start talking nutrition. And I still want to do one of those uh, nutrition classes, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll have Joey come in and, and do that because he's a... I was, He's a fucking master. I was waiting to see one of your one of your boys are coming in to drop yeah. in. And I don't know, man. Say hi so to us. having them come in, we we got to have more equipment, sure, to be able to do that. Like, I mean, I can't have them. We don't even have stones, you know. So like, yeah. I can't I can't have them show off with what just a bar. Sure. Maybe one of the powerlifting guys I know can come in and show off some. It's of that amazing shit, how but. much we were able to do with what we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I mean, you don't need crazy amount of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but some things you do need to mm-hmm. accomplish certain things, right? Of like course. it's just the way it goes. Man, see, I've been scratching my head, dude. I can't <laughs> even get my arm up. Damn. But um Oh, where was I? Yeah, you're you're talking about Liz, you guys are making full meals. Yes. The yeah, the food because I mean I'm I'm just rounding in my first year of lifting, so yeah. I'm still it's still pulled out in. Yeah. Um 
do you want me to kind of go into like the history on that? Like kind of my lifting where yeah, I started. Yeah, let's with do that. Let's, let's see where you started. Um, Cause I know you're excited. You signed up for your first comp. Yeah. Oh right? boy. So we're, we're really getting into it. Oh, I can yeah. see how serious you're getting. Um, the fact that you even asked about Liz, like, is she, is she wanting to compete? She does. And now she's kind of like, she's like, you brought it up. And you know, that's all I've been thinking about. Right. Right. Cause I told her, I said, it's about, it's, uh, it's weight class. Like you don't have to be big. You know, Liz is under 120 pounds. Right. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like there's girls your size that, uh, have a whole separate, like set of weights. You're not lifting the 250 pound stone. Like I'll be yeah. there. Like you don't need to worry about that. And it totally changed her mindset. Right, because the weight class thing really helps. You mm-hmm. know, it makes it so that everybody more people can get in compete. it. Yeah, which is what strongman needs is more people into it. Absolutely, see that growth. Um, but yeah, hit me with uh, how'd you start? What got you started? All of my lifting. Okay, so in high school, I played sports. I was uh, pretty uh, pretty athletic. I I was very involved in my school. Um, Growing up, I did a lot of baseball. Motocross was my main thing growing up. I hear um, that's like one of the like roughest on your body. If you do it right, yeah, yeah, you're sitting like in a wall seat, posi- you know, wall sit position for like 45 minutes. You know, you're bouncing; it's yeah. insane. But uh, grew up doing that. Um, like I said, a little bit of baseball. We got, got to high school. Um, I tried a little bit of everything. I did golf, football, baseball, and soccer. Football, I was good at, but I wasn't into it the way my family wanted me to be. Right. So I said, no. Nah. <laughs> um, they didn't really, they weren't much in the soccer. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the sport that they don't really, they're not really into and try okay. it out. Because um, one of my friends who was much bigger than me, he was much heavier. He wanted to do it to lose weight. I'm like, if he can do it, I should do it too. So I got a lot more fit. I, my lowest I got was about like 197. Which okay. for me was pretty, pretty light, um, and I got into a little bit of lifting. I, I kind of my senior year, I was in the gym every day. Um, I didn't know. Now I realize I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Like I never did squats until like eight months ago. Like I never did them, <laughs> and so I, I just did a little bit of that. It felt good. It was more of like how it made me feel. It was more of just exercise. It was really. I could, would consider now as much of lifting, just being active. Right. Um, on and off over the years, um, did a little bit of gym for like two months and then quit for like a year because I get busy um, or injured. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, about a year ago, I was just, um, I just needed to change a lot in my life because I got super lazy. I was up to 300 pounds, um, but I couldn't tie my shoes. I couldn't get up off the floor. And I got two kids. And yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be that dad. I didn't want to be because then they can't do anything. And so just one, this, this podcast popped up as like a, like a recommended. And so I never listened to podcasts. So I'm like, okay, it's cool. And it's called Norse Mentality um, okay. by a guy in North Carolina. Um, and it just clicked. It really like made me realize like this guy's saying it to me, like the way he's like, Yelling into it is like what I needed, not to sugarcoat anything, but just you know, like his one of his big mantras is like abandon modern culture. 
because okay. people are just too damn distracted. You just need to get outside. You need to feel the ground. You just need to work out every day. Be the man you want to be. I was right. like, damn. So, like, I changed everything. It really helped. That's when I started going to the gym, like, consistent. Um, my first six months at the gym, so that was about a year ago. So, first six months in, I got crazy good lifts. I started just feeling good. I was gaining strength so quickly. Hit things I never hit before, and it just felt good. Right. And then one of my little brothers, um, you know, I was going to bring this up. Uh, it's hard, uh, but he was in a, in a car accident. Right. He, uh, he rolled his truck on, on I-5, um, didn't make it. So, like, for me, it was like, I need to change my shit. Like, because I was starting to lean off of working out a little bit. Six months in, I was just, like, just going with the flow. I was like, damn. Like, he wasn't satisfied with his life yet. He's 24. He's two years younger than me. Jeez. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because I have four little brothers. He was the oldest of them. We're all two years apart. Okay. So I was like, I got to do something. So I got to change. So I just started eating better. Um, I mean, I was, those six months working out, I was still heavy. Um, I was maintaining my weight. I would drop down to about 270-ish. Okay. But I was maintaining it and getting my strength. And I was like, I'm still... Then at that point, after what happened with Dustin, I was like, I want to hit closer to my goals. I need to push myself harder. So I started losing some weight. I did a lot more cardio. I kind of stepped off from lifting heavy, just kind of maintaining my strength. Um, I trained to climb out St. Helens, so I summited that. That was part of my thing I wanted did to do. Did you do it? For, yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's one of the things I wanted to do for him. I... The guy I was with, he had a little bit of troubles. It took us 12 hours, up and down. Jesus. He had some problems, and I almost had to carry him down. It was bad. Oh, no. His feet were real messed up, and he wasn't really prepared that much. He didn't bring much water. He was wearing jeans, buckle jeans. Oh, jeez. I was like, dude. <laughs> well, I, I did, uh, I tried to do Mount Hood. Wow. I tried. That's and, nuts. Uh, I got probably about halfway up and yeah. came back down. Was like no. That's still pretty good though. I'll never do it again. It was the worst experience. Why did Mount St. Helens first? Because it's the shortest. Is it the shortest? <laughs> well, yeah, half of it's blown off. Oh shit! I didn't even know that. Well, this this guy I was with, like, I didn't realize, but he, I agreed to do it, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of try and keep my word, right? Like, no matter mm-hmm. what, if I say I'm going to do something, I try and do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh yeah, because I used to like go out for a weekend and I'd just climb all the Tetons and like I'd do that and I'm like what the fuck like you mean that thing people die on all the time yeah he's like yeah I just uh, that's just what I did you gotta be committed for that I was like dude so this guy's been like doing this forever yeah uh, the hard part was he brought like his 10 year old son with us yeah they made it to the top wow yeah that's so awesome. that fucked me up a that's, little bit that's nuts dude by the time I got to my truck my legs were shaking I could yeah. I could barely walk like I could not there's if I would have got up there mm-hmm. I would not have got back down for the for Mount St. Helens they say it's more it's hard but it's beginner if you're gonna climb a mountain it's like 4.8 miles from the where you park to the summit okay not too horrible I was the biggest guy up there there's a bunch of skinny people who just past them. Oh, but yeah. you could tell they were looking and they were proud you can, yeah. you know, you can see it when you're a big guy. You can see that from people. That's like the, if I'm just passing people, like that big ass dude in the gym. That some people are like, "Oh, what are you doing? You're fatty." You're like, "Fuck you!" He just started. Yeah. You leave him alone. He's gonna be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's like that kind of look. That's why that know? felt good. Yeah. Um, I had a I put extra weight in my pack just to make it harder. 
Jeez. Okay. So I had a 40-pound pack climbing up there. Wow. So I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I did that, and I just wanted to focus more on, like, you know what? I'm going to keep the ball rolling. Like, if I want to push my limits to prove to my brother that I should be doing more with myself, I wanted to. And I was at the point at the gym then because I was, wasn't really lifting much more than I was my first six months. I'm still at the same strength. It's like, well, I either kind of just back off of this and do other things or I just commit to, like, a bigger gym. Yeah. And that's when I saw Justin, my coworker, that goes to the gym there too. He was telling me about it. He's like, oh, yeah, because I, I, I saw him. He had this glass bowl of, like, chicken and rice. Yeah. I was like, dude. What are you meal prepping for? Like, it looks good. Because I know he does. He used to not, like, always eat the best food. Right. And he's like, yeah, and he told me about this. I'm like, you asshole. Like, you know I like strongman stuff because I love watching that stuff on TV. Yeah. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, well this is the gym. It's it's my, uh, my girlfriend's dad's gym. And uh, this is the guy. You should go listen to his podcast. Okay. (laughs) That's all right. He's like, you really like him. Like, just listen to his podcast. I've been listening. I was like, okay, cool. I'll see if I see what I think of this guy. And I started listening in, and I was like, okay, this guy. (laughs) It's hard, man. People are like, hey, I listen to your podcast. I'm like, fuck. Which episode? (laughs) Because there's a lot, man. And so, like, the first season, there was a few, like, They'd be great fucking episodes, or they'd be kind of shitty, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're super up and down. I was still trying to figure out how to even do this. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest ones still to this day it was Chris's. Mm-hmm. I, I interviewed Chris De La Rocha, and it was, it's still a huge hit. There's a really? lot of people listening. I gotta actually go listen to it, then. I didn't know you had them on. That one, and then um, I went to a powerlifting meet at Hardcore Barbell, mm-hmm. and uh, that one is, like, number two nice. I've, I've listened to. And those were... That was like first season and second season. And then this third season is just, it's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot more episodes in this one. Give a good choice, though, for people. It's a lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe they see somebody they know and they want to hear it. and it's, it's Yeah, sure. Or not. Or not. Or skip that I don't one. know any of the shit on yours. I'm like, oh, this guy. All right, cool. Let's learn about him a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, there was one, two, Relationships Are Hard, which, are, which is pretty big. And that was when, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard Brandon. On, on any of these ones yet. Brandon Wink, he was on he's been on quite a few episodes. Okay. <clears throat> he's getting a divorce right now, he's dealing with all that shit. But we had yes. both like I just brought up how shit my relationship was, like and I I want out and like all this other crap and then he's like about to cry. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, like what's going on? And then it turns out he's like <laughs> right in the same boat, so right there with me. That. And it was it was really cool, cool. man. But But yeah, so at that point I just I wanted to upgrade so I came here. Yeah. And um, gosh, I'm in it a month and a half now. Yeah. About almost. Yeah. And like, I'm feeling good. Like, I know, like, growing up just from how I've been, I know I had a, like a natural knack for getting strong. Right. So I know I, I want to like focus and develop it more. Because I know it's like, how, how strong can I get? It'd be, you know, it'd be super fun. Yeah, Get so I mean, I'm looking at everybody in the class, and uh, you can tell people who are supposed to be strong and people who just have a good work ethic, right? There's usually, they're one or the other. You got yeah. both, yes. which is good, which is hard to find. You know what I mean? Yes. Liz can be real fucking strong. She's busting her ass in there. I know. She's, she's not skipping anything. 
I mean, because that's what I'm looking She's at. She's going to go places for I'm watching people. I don't know if you know, but some people are skipping shit, like oh, skipping yeah. rounds and all that other stuff. I'm counting. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, like, and that's the thing. If you want to do that, that's up to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here to show you how to get strong. Sure. I'm not here to make you. I caught myself skipping a little bit on those ab workouts at the beginning. Yeah. So that's when I committed to just doing um, morning and night at home also. Yeah. So if I'm skipping out on in the gym, well... I'm just telling myself, like, screw you, dude. You're going to go do double now at home before you go to the gym. So now you're doing three times ab work. Good. Teach me for skipping. Well, I mean, <laughs> core, is, core is pretty, it's a big deal. It's, I've noticed it's my weak spot for sure. Yeah. And my list. It's like, like, why did I do this? You're like, it's because your core is strong. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Like you're is. leaning forward a little. Yeah. Like once I hit depth on those squats, like, because I, I only squatted by myself. And like I said, Eight months ago was the first time I squatted. I did 275, and I took a video, and it was a half squat. It wasn't even a real one. I thought, this is dumb. I don't know what I'm doing. And I started feeling good, but now you guys are like, hey, you actually have another inch or two left. I'm like, what? (laughs) And that's when I start to cave, but it it feels good knowing, like, wow, I'm glad that someone showed me I wasn't even doing it right to begin with. Well, it's hard to figure out yourself, dude. It's extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this has been fucking nine years of me doing this and yeah. trying to figure it all out by myself and I found out some some shit you can't. Yeah. You're just not going to see it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, um... I just want to ride those beginner... Um, the those beginner be- gains? Those beginner gains a little yeah. more because I think I can. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're pretty fucking strong. So once you start hitting 500 and shit, mm-hmm. that's when you're going to start plateauing on a few things and, uh... Because that's about where you can get. I can I can see that before yeah. there's like gonna have to be some personal like we're gonna have to figure out yeah. all of your weaknesses. And so once we get into that, we're probably gonna have like people who are training for comps. It's the same thing like in boxing. Yeah. The people who are training to train and people who are training to fight, those are gonna be different lifts, yes. right? So once we start getting into there. Mm-hmm. And you're getting ready for a competition. You have yeah. a few weaknesses. You're probably gonna be doing a few things that other people aren't. Yeah. Which. <clears throat> that's how it goes, bud. Yeah. yeah like, I'm I mean, excited to touch a log or touch a stone. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah, we might have to go into hardcore. Yeah. Go, like the daily for, for the day yeah, or some shit. Yeah, try it out. Get a feel for those. Feel a yoke It's a lot me. of fun, man. That's the best part. I think that's why so many more people need to be in the Strongman because it's for everyone. Anyone can, yep. anyone can get benefit out of it. <clears throat> we can move the shit up and down. You know yep. what I mean? Like, <laughs> we can make anyone fit. Yeah. But uh, you just got to... Most of strong men's like the willpower to move it. You know, yeah. your body could do some crazy shit. Uh, you just gotta make it. Yeah, you've been helping show, helping show me that. Like some of it's like mental. Like, yeah, you just did five reps of this. How did you fail the two reps of this? You know, it's like right. it's because it's mental block. Yeah, not letting me lift that weight that uh, mathematically should be easy for me when compared side by side. Right. So it's cool learning that because I'm like, oh, cool, that's a weak spot. I love finding my weak spots. It, it's good to exploit them, you oh, know? Man. Like, I, I mean, this that. is my weakness and, and this is what I got to do to fix it. And yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it takes a while to figure out, man. But, all right, so you're starting to get serious. Yes. Right? That's what Maybe. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, how do you feel about it? Like, <sighs> With that comp coming up in May? Yeah. May 18th? March. March? March 18th. Yeah, it is March. Yep. Oh, shit. Not May. Yeah. yeah. Two, months. <laughs> Two months difference. Yep. Yeah, I'm so excited. Just because watching all that stuff, following people who do that stuff, it's it's exhilarating. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just excited to get a t-shirt out of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's always my drive. So, dude. you've got two little ones. Very little. Yes. Be Four prepared. and one and a half. Be prepared for a full day. Eight to ten hours. That's why I'm trying to recruit, like, my mom to come <clears> help Liz yeah. watch the kids for that. Because it, it, is, it is pretty hard to do. Um because you have to kind of stay at least a little focused. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I can't. And uh, there's, they usually split people, right? Like, I always go sit in the stands. I'm always fucking around. I'm everywhere, right? Okay. But uh, most of the time, you want to stay mostly with the competitors. You want to be cheering each other on. I would I like say that. early in your career, mm-hmm. definitely make some friends. Figure some shit out. Especially in novice. <clears throat> <clears throat> this is not working for me. <laughs> Especially in novice. Find those people who are fucking strong. Yeah. Figure out what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Make friends with them because you will be moving up with them. Yeah. Because these people who are like top five, mm-hmm. they've either been training a while or this is their first time and they're fucking strong. Yeah. Right? So like, I know. It's, it. Yeah. I was uh, looking at the roster, especially for my group. I mean, the 220 plus novice group. It's huge. No, it's, there's a lot of people in it. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's, that's, I feel like we're what all the beginners. What does it stop at? I didn't see. I just I recheck the just to right. look, just because I get excited. <laughs> novice, they make bigger. Uh, really? They make them a little bigger sometimes, yeah. and just to kind of fit more people in. I figure it's like it's mainly it's the fat dudes class, like that are still newer to it. Yeah, two twenty plus. Okay, cool. That's gonna be most of the guys getting in the strongman. Yeah. So but I'm I'm a I'm I love to like be the positive guy in the field. I've always been that. Like yeah. I'm always smiling. Like as you can probably tell in the gym. Yeah. Like I'm always finding a way to make everyone laugh. So I'd be so excited to cheer. Like I and, and I and I I uh, I recognize that opportunity where, you know, with a connection like you in it too. Like shit, I'm gonna go meet all the Tyler's people. Yeah. Just so I can shake some hands and see uh, see how they're doing. Well, you're going to see some people there that you're just like, God damn. <clears throat> like, either yeah. you're going to be like, dude, you're fucking giant, and then you're going to watch them lift and be like, really? And then you're going to see some people who are fucking tiny who are just crushing shit and be like, damn, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's exciting. Not to let it get, like, not to, like, get, like, my low self-esteem in the way. Right. To not be like, oh, I'm just a beginner. I'm well, and then you know. that's the thing you got to understand. You are just a beginner. Yes. You know, like this is your first it. one. Uh, you're doing this for for comp reps. That's what we're doing. Yeah. You know, because no matter how much I tell you, it's going to be different. You're yeah. not going to understand until you do it. Yeah. How different it is. How distracting. How just like. Yeah. How much more you can do when you know that this is your only fucking shot. Yeah. You have one minute to do this, and after that, yeah. you're done. Yeah. That will be tallied, and that is it. Yeah, if you're not feeling right, you don't get to walk outside and walk back, and you're good. Right, if it and hurts, you push through it, and yep. you fucking finish your day. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, so uh, usually for comps, too, people have their, their ways of getting ready, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their, their the way, like they take a week off, or they take two days off, or, or whatever they do, right? Yeah. Um, for me, I take an entire week off before competition. You're not going to get stronger before a week. A week before, there's yeah. no fucking way. You're yeah. just not. So my thought is, I'd rather completely rest. And the reason I figured this out was, I was lifting seven days a week, mm-hmm. fucking for like the first three years I was lifting every fucking day. I was in the gym nine p.m. every day. Yeah. And um, then I went to on a two week trip to El Salvador. They have no gyms over there. Or gyms that just aren't worth traveling to. 
Yeah. You know? So I was like, fuck it. I was like, great. Now I, now I can't work out. I was super pissed. I came back and I was stronger than when I left. Because I yeah. let my body completely rest mm-hmm. and completely rebuild. And it was, uh, it was just a little eye-opening for me. Yeah. I yeah. learned that lesson when I first started working out yeah. last year. Like, in December, I uh, went to Vegas last year. And so for that week, it was just there's a lot of stuff we were doing. So I didn't lift at all when I was in Vegas. I was freaking out. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to lose everything because I didn't, I didn't know. And then I came back to the gym that next week. I'm like, oh, like this is easier now. Yeah. I can get more reps in on this same weight that I was struggling last week. So that, yeah, I learned it's that. It's weird, right? You would think just working harder is yeah. going to do it, but you got to work smarter. Mm-hmm. You know? So now that's why I work out four days a week. Like, I don't try mm-hmm. and push it more than that. Um, if we're doing Strongman Saturday or something like that, that that's fine. But, yeah. like, I'm not trying to do it consistently. It's a whole body course. It's not really. Yeah. You're not really tearing too much, right? Yeah. i got to make it to one of those. The strongman one. It's ones? hard. I mean, that's the thing. They're not super exciting right now. Yeah. Just because we don't have a lot. People but don't really know anything. We were doing like tug of war. We did fucking sandbag to shoulder, which was I pretty like difficult that. to teach. Uh, the sandbags are just a bitch. I learned that from a video with like, it was, uh, was Juji Mufu. Yeah. With uh, Martin Sleecy's. Okay. They were hanging out and he was showing how to, uh, once you get the sandbag up, how to place your hands for the rotation onto the shoulder. Yeah. It's like, I People don't understand, stuff. like they like they think, okay, I can just you're not going to muscle and, like and you, bump you it can't, up. You can't, you know. Yeah. yeah, you have to flip it onto your fucking mm-hmm. shoulder, and it's crazy. Like there's also there's so many ways to do everything. Um, like a like a circus dumbbell. Some people stack it, which which is like this, where it's yeah. almost like it's like pointed directly up. It's yeah. almost sideways, so that all they have to do is just turn it. Well, you see, like the number one guy in the world right now for that, Alexei Novikov. Okay, he's tiny. Yeah, and when he does it, he gets com- his body is completely ninety degrees because he he just he just does so good at hitting that drive, and then he drops to lock out, and then stands up after his arms right. locked out. But the dude's ninety degrees to the ground. Yeah, but he's he's beating everyone in it right now. Right, little well, dude. Little and that, that's the thing. How is he stacking it when he puts it? Is he putting it behind his neck, um, or is he like standing oh it straight up and down? I think more up and down because that's why he's just able to do one direction, moves, moves straight down okay. with his body, just yeah. ninety degrees down. That's the way Joe was trying to teach me how to do it. I, I, I'm just terrible at it. Because something like that, I can see forms a lot of it. Guys will try to muscle their tri- use their tricep just to muscle it up, and right. it's like. Well, I still that do that snap, but what I do is I put it behind my neck, and so it's almost like a squat, like a like a backwards push press. And I'll dip down and just shove it, uh-huh. and then I'm snapping up, and then I can stand straight up with it. It's almost yeah. like a, a bit of a that snatch grip at yeah. the top, you know. Like some people really just try and press the fuck out of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do that. Yeah. You know, like no upper body's not my, my not my thing. My legs, yeah, my legs and my back are fucking strong as shit. I um, yeah, I learned all that stuff because I'm just from like YouTube. Yeah, like I I love following like bigger faces in in the scene and just really paying attention to those little things and it's so crazy how much you can learn like how much I've learned before even moving into those lifts yeah and stuff like overhead press that we did uh we did our one at max week but the week before that that was my first I've only done it like once before that overhead press itself okay I've seen videos on it 
Right. And that's why I felt comfortable enough to my second time doing it maxing okay. <laughs> with you. Yeah. So that felt good. Um, I'm just, I just like using those uh, resources. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, people don't want to like, don't even know. if you want to be amazing at something, immerse yourself in it. Mm-hmm. You know, watch these videos, watch what people are doing, figure all that shit out. Because they all do it differently. So you need they to do. watch all of it. Right. Watch the guys in Strongman Finals. Each one does it differently. Well, and the thing is, too, try them all. Mm-hmm. One's going to work for you better than yeah. the other ones, man. Like it just like that tip that that tip on the shoulder on uh, the dumbbell press. Mm-hmm. I can't do it right. I can't. Like I mean, I can work on it and figure out how, mm-hmm. but it just it just doesn't work for me. I can't yeah. fucking get it to do it. And uh, your body's going to be different. I'm so know? excited to try that too. The circus dumbbell. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, because I've learned how much of its form just from the videos. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of it is, I'd say, yeah, 90% of that one's form. Mm -hmm. That's almost like a fucking uh, Olympic lift right there, Mm -hmm. you know? And I hate Olympic lifts. I'm on the same boat as you. Like, I see that stuff, and those guys are way stronger than than me, but it's, there's so much momentum. Yeah. And it's like, that's cool and all, but I just, just, it's just the American in me that just says, just do it strict. Yeah. Do it right. Yeah. Do it the hard way. Yeah. Do it the hard way. Yeah, I like that, man. And that's that's kind of how I train a lot of shit. But uh, you're also going to learn, like, uh, what your body is capable and incapable of. Yes. You know? I love what, that. What you're, like, like, I have no shoulder mobility, mm-hmm. you know? Like, some of that shit really throws me off with some shit. Um, like, the... I work on my grip like fucking crazy, mm-hmm. um, and one of the main reasons I do is the axle uh, clean and press. Yeah, um, because a lot of people have to a lot of torn biceps in that move. Well, they're doing a lot of um, over under uh-huh. right to get it off the ground, and then they have to switch when they do that. I don't have the they shoulder mobility switch, yeah. to catch that switch. Yeah. So if I can get this thing up, two handed like double overhand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking do that. And I can double overhand on an axle, probably about 405. Um, so yeah, we can touch an axle. That'd be fun. Well, I think we did, uh, we tried to do a... The farmer's carry. A farm, we just, I was, I didn't do that. I hadn't started yet. Okay. But we did the hold on a grip day. All we were, right. And I just, at that point, my, my grip was shot, so I couldn't yeah. really hold it much. But just being able to grab it bigger. Yeah, so that is... Girthier. It's, it's pretty neat. <laughs> it's like girthier. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's intense to grab one of those. Uh, the cool thing with it, though, is that it doesn't spin. You know what I mean? Like, it's just one big-ass piece of steel. Yeah. Versus, like, uh, you do, like, Rolling Thunder. It's more natural. And your hand just, like, turns, and so you're, like, picking up with your fingers, you really? know? Whereas this one, you can still kind of get your hands underneath it. Nice. Um, but I don't use thumbs on Because that rotational help pro- will probably take your... Well, there's one less step involved on a, in an axle clean and press if you're not having to do that hand switch. And the, the problem I, I feel with that hand switch is um, if you miss, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. you got to start all over. Fuck that. I got this all the way up here, and I can't spin my hand around fast enough, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm not getting this lift. It's not because I'm not strong enough to do it. So I just worked on my grip, and now I can pick that shit up and put that's it on my nice. stomach. You know, so... It's got to be exciting. Yeah, put it on the stomach. Yeah. Everybody thinks that those are like those are gonna kill you, you know. But oh, I mean that's why that's why uh, Iron Bibby broke that record on the absolute clean and press yeah. in Giant Slide this year. He's got the biggest belly in the game. Yeah. He set it right on it. He just stepped, <laughs> put it right there, 
Yeah. Could have probably taken his hands off the goddamn thing. I like thing. that guy. Yeah. He's, he's a monster. Fuck, and then when yeah. he talks, he's just a sweet guy. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I love that. Wait until you go to these comps and like you're looking at these fucking monsters. Yeah. And your first impression is they're just going to be like, fuck you, move. But they're all like, yeah. hey, man, how are you doing? Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> That's uh, so cool. Is this cool. your first one? That's fucking awesome. Like, I hope That's you do great. I'm just you know? smile and everyone's going to be like, all right, that guy's cool. He just yeah. Smiling. That kid We're all stop cheering smiling. each other on, and it's it's nice. a lot of fun. That's super motivating. One of the main things is I want you to hit that lift. It's going to motivate me to lift more, right? Yes. Like I don't want to be the strongest guy just because you didn't push yourself. I yes. want to be the strongest fucking guy. And if you beat me on it, I want to see you earn it. Right. <laughs> right. Like, wow, that guy really drove. He earned that lift. Well, he earned that win. That was uh, Eddie Hall saying that. He's like the fastest guy in the world. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that that's fantastic. But, like, there's so many different variables that go into that. Mm-hmm. But the strongest guy in the world, there's no, there's no sugarcoating that. Yeah. You are the strongest man in the world. If you can, you picked up one more rep than me. Yeah. You win. Yes. Right? Try and argue with it. There's mm-hmm. no fucking arguing. I love that. I mean, you can you can be Bjornsson all day and try and argue that, you know, form or whatever the fuck, but, like, <laughs> <clears throat> if you pick shit up over your head and it works, it works. Like, that's that's how it goes. That's why hitching's allowed. That's why fucking everything's allowed. Hitching's an interesting one. I think a lot of guys aren't doing it because they, they have, like, a pride in it, I think. Because they could get more reps in. Well, it's also... A technique thing, right? So hitching works, but it also, it fucks you up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's going to fuck up your next lift. Your, your hams are fucking destroyed. Sure. Just like the Rogue Invitational when they had the, uh, the they had a deadlift for reps. It was 900 pounds for reps. Yeah. Um, I think the that's the only way that, um, um, gosh, what's his name? World's Strongest Gay. Oh, uh, Rob Kearney. Kearney. Yeah. I, that's the only way he was getting those reps in. Right. Is because he uh, he was able to hitch it. And they even talked about on there. Like, if he didn't hitch it, he wouldn't have made his reps. Yeah. And so you think about the other guys that uh, he didn't that uh, he beat in the rep range. Because I think he hit seven reps. Okay. And it's like, if they would have hitched it, would they have done better? Well, it, it, it's based on how you train. Mm-hmm. Are you training to hitch? I mean, because if it's not against the rules, fuck it. Do it. Well, Hell absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if deadlift... Deadlift's not my weakest thing. Mm-hmm. I'll hitch when my body makes it happen. You know what I mean? Sure. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking pound them out normal. Because that's going to be the easiest way to sure. get it done. And the most efficient. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have to hitch, I'll lean back into it. I, I know how. Yeah. Right? It's just something I'm only going to use if I have to. Sure. But um, he did it for a few of those reps, which is why he was able to get to that seven, I think, which okay. is cool. Yeah, I mean, if it works, it well, works. Well, did he start it's out legal. hitching? The first few, I don't think he did. Right. So it's it slows you the fuck down, mm-hmm. and it also puts some strain on on some muscles that you don't really want it on. Sure. You know, um, like especially if you're doing a walking event after your deadlifts, mm-hmm. you don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. Because then then it's like. It just hurts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, there's also a lot of people, like, that'll put baby powder all over their legs, right, to help it slide up and down. Well, that baby powder gets in your hands, you're fucked. Now, if you're using straps, it's, it is what it is. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Put baby powder all over yourself. But, like, I found out I was doing an axle uh, deadlift, and um, we put baby powder all over my legs. And if I would have just... I didn't use the straps to start. I didn't need it. I'm a deadlifter, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just 
banging reps out. Now I'm losing grip because I can't hold on to it because now there's baby powder on it. Mm-hmm. So now I have to stop and put my straps on and do that. I it's, would have been able to bang them out the whole minute. It's cool that they're still, even even in these events, It's they're still... Um, I lost my word. Uh, there's still things you can do. Right. To try to get an edge here and there. Uh, God damn it. I'm trying to think of the word. Well, the thing is, so I would rather not use straps. Mm-hmm. And the main reason is because they take 15 seconds to put on. Mm-hmm. Right? That's 15 seconds I could be revving the fuck out of this thing. Yeah. If I have to use them, I will. Mm-hmm. But if I don't, I'm not gonna. Because I can rep out a minute of fucking 500 pounds all day. All fucking day, dude. A whole minute of that, I could probably get out 18, 19 of those. You know? Like... Depends on the bar for me. I in think. a competition, for sure. Do they use like newer bars in the comps? It depends. Really? Like so, whoever's throwing it, yeah. that's their equipment. Cool. So a lot of times, what people will do is go down to that gym, do a day pass, like a good month before, and figure out what they're even working with. Yeah. You know, I mean, you'll get a deadlift bar that's torn to shit, but that's the one they're using for comp. Yeah. You know, or you'll get an axle bar that's a little heavier than you're expecting, or sometimes they'll use the fucking branch bars, which are square. Yeah, so you got to grab on them. They're like this. They're like holding on to it. Like, oh. Yeah, it's a fucking branch uh, axle bar. So you got to try and deadlift that shit. That's cool. It's intense, man. Yeah, like when I was lifting at Snap Fitness, they had finally got a barbell. And the knurling was basically gone. Yeah. It was... So like coming to this gym and you having like... You had him actually get us a real deadlift bar with like new knurling and yeah. seeing what that feels like it boosted my confidence to be able to hold all the way through my reps yeah like when i was repping like that 405 i wouldn't have done that in my old gym without straps but i could go through it no problem my hands weren't slipping right it's like that's nice that feels cool well it fucking hurts oh yeah it's for damn sure learned, but it's worth quick. it yeah 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 man so <sighs> that's that was your that's journey. training that's that's the training journey training journey all right, so what's your life journey? My life so, journey. Everything else I'm doing other than this. Right. So yeah. I know you're in college doing that kind of shit. Yes. What are you trying to accomplish? Well, along those lines of just after my brother of trying to do shit, accomplish more with myself. Right. Um, I mean, my wife and I are both working. I, I've cut down a couple of days to be able to do my schooling because I'm going to school full time. Right. Um, I'm going for a geoscience degree. Interesting. Geoscience, that's... Basically everything on this earth except for plants and animals. So, like, I'm learning a lot of weather systems, water systems, uh, rock systems, stuff like that. Cool. I love that. I always did as a kid, too. Nice. Um, it's, it was just something I've always loved, so I thought, damn it, if I'm going to finish my degree... Because I went for a year after high school. I was just kind of forced to go. Didn't really know what I wanted. Wasted a lot of my money. Came back. So now that it's like, okay, I, I pulled some of those credits over and I'm doing online schooling and going for it. I don't know what specifically I want to do in it yet, but I love all the stuff I've been covering so far. Cool. So we'll see where that takes me. My family has a well drilling company, so I might want to go as a hydrogeologist, get like my master's in hydrology. A well drilling company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Yeah, Liz will hook you up. Good. Liz and my mom, um, they run the office together. And then my stepdad's the one that owns the company. Interesting. Pumps and wells and all that stuff. 
for the area. Shit. I used to work with them, and I just I didn't do good work with the family. Yeah. It was hard because I'm more of a technical minded, and how can we do this better to save time and money and effort? Yeah. They like do the whole work like this because this is how you've done it, and yeah. do it like that, or else you're a pussy. Yeah. And, and it's hard because I'm like I'm trying to help you. Right. But it's whatever. That's okay. That'd be hard to work with family, man. Because of that. Yeah. So I'm just like, cool. Liz works with them fine. She brings both the kids to her office every day. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm i going to school full time. I'm working. I'm working pest control. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I manage all of our bed bug work. So I go into real nasty places, mainly up in Longview, Kelso. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all of our property manager accounts, big stuff like that. Um, Liz and I are, uh, <laughs> we own our house. We bought it a couple years ago. Nice. Um, from back when we were, uh, we were renting from a guy and we found out our families knew each other. We became great friends. We're still, me and Jose are still great friends. Um, Jose Cordero, he's a lender up in Woodland. Interesting. Okay. Um, he's like, dude, do you ready to buy a house? Like, let me show you what to do. So he helped us like show us how to save the money and buy a house and get in. So cool. we were like, boom. So we in there two years, so we were working on our house all the time. Nice. Got my four-year-old and my year-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh, they keep us too busy. I don't got time for anything anymore, but that's okay. I like spending every day doing something. If I'm not at work, I'm at the gym, and if I'm not at the gym, I'm doing homework. I'm writing essays yeah. like I was last night. I was up till 4 a.m. because I had a, a huge project I had to finish. That's due tonight, but I also get to start my papers that are due on Thursday tonight as well. So I'll just be having a good time. But yeah, I'm just pushing myself. And there's no excuses. I mean, the the gym, Forge, is uh, almost 40 minutes from me. I'm in Woodland. That's in Camas. Yeah. Um, You know, some people want to complain that they can't make it to the gym. It's like, well, I don't have the time to drive that far, but I am. Because it's the opportunity that I need. Yeah. Especially, I mean, my wife works just as hard with her working full-time. And she's going to school, too, getting her accounting degree. Um, and her coming into the gym and us bringing the kids with us four days a week now. It's rough. I bet. Learning how to adjust our finances with working less and almost spending more with the gym stuff. It's, it's a process. I don't really have much of a support system. So... It's like, it's sometimes it's funny that like the most positive people like to us is all you guys in the gym. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, it'll change a little bit once everybody starts seeing how serious you're taking everything. You I know, think once so. Once you start doing some competitions and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. he's like really going for this. Like, then it'll yeah, change sure. a little bit, you know. I'd like to think that, you know, I saw a quote the other day where it's really interesting just on the topic of family. It's. Like, someone wants to see you as the version of yourself that they had the most power over. And if you ever try to escape that version of yourself, they will want to push you back into that version. Yeah. And so Liz and I have really thought about that, like, with how family is. We're like, we weren't doing so well for a while. Just young people trying to move out and learn our own thing. And now that we're doing better with working and school and gym and everything 
it's like people aren't always being the greatest like nicest about it but i like keep that in mind i said liz we're walking up the hill the only way you're going to not get to the top of the hill is if you stop walking right that's it you know so that's we just mentality. keep that shit moving yeah <laughs> oh no, it's good i mean i yeah especially family wise i've dealt with a lot of that shit too like yeah. We get along and stuff, but it's just family. Yeah, you know, it is. They'll just do that to you, but you got to have that. Someone's got to be that, that ass. Well, and eventually you'll be, uh, you'll be what everyone else is aspiring to be. You know, which yeah, is, which is pretty cool. Be a model for my kids, for my little brothers. Yeah, none of them do anything with themselves. Really. Well, I mean, they do, but they don't push. I, I think I maybe I pushed them too hard growing up, and so made them not want to do a lot. Okay. So I I take some blame for that. Like my, the ones who are, because I have a stepbrother and two half-brothers. My two half-brothers never played sports. They were never involved in school. And sometimes I hear, I kind of notice it, like they'll kind of mention how, well, Taylor's perfect. Well, no, I'm not. I'm trying to help you. Because they're like, well, you did all the sports. I was on the school board for two years when I was in high school. I did a lot of stuff. I thought it would be a way to motivate them. It's interesting learning, and I carry this over to parenting now too. Just because that was your intention doesn't mean that's how it affected them. Yeah. So bringing that over to my kids too, like, you know, it's a process. Yeah, I mean, and being a parent, man, that that's its own fucking thing. Yeah, that, that's learning. so crazy. I mean, I got a 14 and an 11-year-old. Yeah. You know, like just... <laughs> This 14-year-old's giving me a run for my money right now, man. He's fucking pissing me off a lot. Hey, he's going through the same stuff you are, though. I know. I know. And he, uh... I remember me at 14, so he's doing a lot better than me. So, yeah. that's fine. You know, whatever. He's yeah. mad he doesn't get his phone, but... <laughs> you, you grounded yourself, Better bud. things in life. I'd love the chance to not have my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's for work now. Like, so dude, that's a blessing. I can't even say anything about it. But, uh, okay. Yeah, that's personal life. So, on a more personal level, <laughs> Liz was talking to me. Uh, I had mentioned something about me being snipped in class. And so she was she's like, always calling me out, dude. She's like, don't tell Taylor that. He yeah. has his own opinion about that. So, I'd love to hear. Like, So, I'm assuming you're not going to do it. Correct. Right? What's the reasoning behind that? Um, Maybe it's just... Uh... Like a personal view. This is hard to explain without sounding like a dick. It's okay. It's my personal view on manliness. Okay. And if someone else does it, it's not gonna. I don't think it's. I know plenty of people who have. Right. No problem. Right. That's their own thing they want to do. Awesome. Me, I like to be a little more. How to say like, not natural, but like. I don't know. I've I've pers- it's like I have my own personal boundaries on things. Like uh I won't I will never eat testicles. Never I feel eat like, testicles. Okay. You know, guys will try Rocky Mountain oysters, you'll see Liver King gobble in that shit. Uh, yeah. You ever watch that? You ever I've watch seen a few of Liver King. I don't yeah. like him because no. he's just lying to everybody. He is. Yeah. Dude's only five seven. He's he's or under. He's tiny. Wow. The camera makes him look big. He's not actually big, he's just cut. Yeah. He's a tiny dude. But, I don't know, it's like I got like these little personal things I don't want to do. Like, I don't want to do that to myself. Right, that doesn't sound appetizing. Testicles? Oh, no, yeah, I don't want to, I like, I just don't want to be a guy that eats balls. I don't want a guy that, don't want to be a guy that's like, 
snipped personally. Right. I don't know. I'm too nice of a guy to like. What do you think talk it's gonna? Shit. What do you think it's gonna do to you? The snippage. Nothing. I know that the science behind it and like the medical side, it's nothing bad to you. Right. Right. Um, it's a great idea for people who want to do that. Awesome. Yeah. For for me, it's more of a pride thing. Okay. I get sucked up in my own that. personal pride. That's cool. But I won't judge someone for doing it because hey, it's not me. Right. Well, and you're still 26. You're not being weird cutting your balls off. You know? you you're just, you know. <laughs> they don't cut your balls off. <laughs> I know. It's not like a bowl. You're not tying a rubber right. band on it or anything. Well, yeah. and the thing is, too, so I, I thought about it for quite some time. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the main reasons I did it is because the people I'm, like the women that I'm with, um, I don't, first of all, I don't want any more kids. Right? I'm done. Yeah. I'm a 14 you got a boy. Girl. You got a girl. You're good to go. Right. Um, so, but at the same time, like, uh, I'm probably just about sterile anyways, <laughs> you know, with the amount of shit I'm doing. Right. So <clears throat> I don't, I don't see a point in that, but at the same time, I would want to make sure some contraception is being used. Sure. Right. I'm not using a condom. I never have. I, and I won't fuck that. Like I'm sticking my dick where I want it to be. I agree. You know, um, if there's problems or issues down there, I'm not fucking the whole world. Right, so yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, but um, at the same time, contraception—what it does to women, man! Like really I know, I me. talked to Liz about that. About I was listening to her on a podcast. Yeah, that it's nuts. Like, you know what's accepted up, and what isn't. Yeah, in society, stuff like that. Like if a guy is on gear or something, right? You get judged by everyone. Right. Well, it's so bad for you. It's so bad for you. It's like. You look at the shit the birth control does to women? Yeah. It fucks them up. Like, yeah. Liz and I have had, mentally, like, physically. conversations just about uh, getting along. And I told her about a podcast where it's like, you know, don't take this wrong. But this lady is doing the same stuff that you and I are always fighting about that you do. Yeah. She changed what she was taking. Whole different person. Right. Instantly. It's a big deal. Yeah. Because it was a huge estrogen one. It just, I don't know the, the science behind all of that stuff, but right. I knew it was a conversation we needed to have just about us and our relationship. Changed everything. It wasn't yeah. her fault. Just the shit you take can just change, can mess you up. Absolutely. Especially for women. It's so accepted. Especially now, you know, they promote it. Kids are taking, contra- like, girls are taking contraceptives no. at, like, 16. No, none of that shit. Like, I don't know, man. Like It messes just, it just messes up. Right. That, and that's Their hard, brain. man. It messes because, up your brain. Well, even the food, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, women are starting to have just larger breasts in general because of the shit we're putting in our food. Yes. You know, there's there's a whole lot of that going on. And it's uh, it's frustrating to think about. I thought you were headed to the whole, like, boys being able to take estrogen or girls being able to take testosterone at, like, a young age now. No. Yeah. No, it was I more... Don't. No, it's more of the... Uh, it's just the fact that it's you're seeing younger girls be taking, um, like, birth control. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they're just not fully understanding, or the parents aren't fully understanding how much it's affecting, because you're a teenager, you're still developing. Your hormones are developing. Just as you don't want a boy taking steroids at 16. Right. Having a girl take steroids, because some of those are a type of steroid. Right. It just it, there's just more science yeah. behind it. People need to look for longevity wise. Right. We might see a change in the next forty years with the amount of contraceptives we have now. What that's going to do to women when they hit premenopausal. Okay. 
So what's your answer then? Like, what's your answer to make sure that, say, your your woman is as natural as she possibly can be, but not having children and keeping things the sa- safest way possible? Are you planning on having more children? Yeah, we want okay. to, like, we're going through schooling right? and so much shit, and we'd have to build another room on our house. <laughs> but uh, we want, I told her, I was like, I want a boy. Yeah. So we're going to keep going. I'm the kind of, I'm just the way I love kids. I would, I would have as many kids as I can afford. Like if I just suddenly got dropped on a couple million dollars and I just retired and I just had all this money, I would just have a bunch of fucking kids. A bunch of kids and a dog shelter. That's all I'd have. Yeah? I'd be happy. I like dogs too, man. I don't know, man. That, that, that fucks women up though, mm-hmm. having children like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. having having more than like three is like starting to really fuck them up. Mm-hmm. It changes shit that sometimes you can't change back. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I don't Nature know. Nature is crazy, dude. Nature's fucking insane. Maybe as you get a little older, you're, you're well. As you get older, you're. I'm open minded. You know? I, I mean, I could change my opinion on stuff. Right, totally. and that's good. Just per, right now, it's not something I'd, I would well, I would think about. Even if you're whatsoever. planning on having more kids, yeah, there's no reason to. Because I know. Friends from high school, my age, that are already doing it. Yeah, I got my three kids in my house. I, I got it. I was like, man, right. I could never think of doing that in my well, 20s. I also think it's fucking crazy that this guy, like, interviewed me before I got it done. And it's like, I just want to make sure that we're going to allow you to do this. I'm like, what the fuck did you just tell me? Yeah. The fact that they... That is kind of weird to me, too. Yeah. Like, who are you to tell me yeah. that I can't have a fucking vasectomy when I'm in yeah. here paying you to fucking do it? Yeah. Like, I'm preventing... Problems, right? What's wrong with you? What the fuck? It's the same thing. Like they, I don't know. I think everybody should be able to do with their body what they want Mm -hmm. at a certain age. And the reason I say say that is these like children deciding they want to be boys or girls when they're not. Mm -hmm. That is not okay for me. Which is you want to dress however you want to dress. I'm not gonna make fun of you. I'm not gonna say shit. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let you do what you want to do. Making hormone like lifelong decisions at that young of an age. Is inappropriate. Well, I think because the child is a product of their environment. Right. So if a child's making that decision, the parents involved in that decision, they well, can't deny that they are making life changing decisions. You shouldn't be making those until you're 25, mm-hmm. and that's only because I'm I'm 32, and I'm realizing that I wasn't even starting to realize all yeah. the shit I should be till I was yeah. about 25. And now I'm 26, and I think about that like, man, when I was 18, I thought I knew. Yeah. And now I'm realizing, God. Why am I considering those kids? Am I that old now? Am I thinking an eighteen-year-old as a kid now? Yeah. Transition in life. It's weird. Old. Yeah, I, I feel like you don't start figuring out who you even are between twenty-five and thirty. Yeah. You know, and like right now, I'm just figuring out what the fuck I even want. And me, I'm changing. I'm a hundred percent different person than I was a year ago. Right. With yeah. all the shit that's been going on, we also got married this year too. Forgot to mention that. Okay. Listen, we've been together for seven half years almost eight years but we finally got married this year interesting what what made you change that we were tired of just like waiting around so it was more of just like a just didn't get to it kind of thing yeah it wasn't that you guys weren't planning on doing it no. okay yeah because yeah, I know a few people who just I'm not doing that what's yeah, the point I know. of that and it's like if they both agree I can see that yeah. sometimes it's it gets awkward and people one person will say that in the relationship you're like Ooh. No, we we've both just been waiting. We were gonna do it a couple years ago, but the lockdowns we couldn't. We just used that money towards buying our house. Okay, we're that's like, good. That's much smarter. I'm glad we did. Right. But uh, yeah, we finally got married that's this fantastic. year too. It's been a year. 
Yeah. That was a week before my brother passed. It was the week after that he did. So, so did he get to come? We did an elopement. Oh, okay. Then the next week he passed away, and the week after that was our um, reception that all the family was going to. Jeez. So that was a hard. That was a hard month. Yeah. And then um, now we start school. 22. 2022's been fucking year, dude. I'm going to get it branded on my ass. 22. Yeah. Because it burned Don't forget me. it, man. It like, I mean, me. it, it broke you and it started your, your rebuild. Yeah. You know? Here so. I am with an actual trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Podcasting with him. Podcasting. Wow. You started school. You got married. You got two kids. You got a house. I mean, you're on the right track to being everything you want to be, man. That's right. It's fantastic. It took me this long, 26, but I'm glad I've started 26 now. 26 is not that long. I feel like it. <laughs> I know. I feel like every year you're just like, dude, I still haven't done all this shit. But then look at it. Look at other people. Like, I mean, I, I always, I'm not one to compare myself to other people because I'm, I'm unlike anyone, right? But at the same time, like, if you look around at some friends and all that other shit, mm-hmm. how many kids in high school are still in high school? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, dude, grow the fuck All my, up. A lot of my friends are like that. Yeah, it's hard because I'm like, the ones who are moved forward like me don't have the time to hang out. Right. The ones who want to have no clue what to do like around kids or how to just be appropriate. Right. And it's hard because then the people we do find are, mu- are much older, like in their 30s. Right. And then they find out how young we are, then they don't really want to hang out. It's like, oh, we're actually 10 years older than you. It's like, okay, fuck you, do that. That's dumb. That I think so. I think it's dumb too. Yeah. It's like we got kids the same age. We're both doing better in our lives. We're all Why does it matter? And the I feel like the social maturity is there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what needs to be there. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm not hanging out. Like I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do any of that shit. Mm-hmm. I also don't give a shit if people do. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the parties we go to, like they'll they'll have a couple, right? Yeah. But I'm also not hanging out with those people who are pounding fifths. Yes. Out of the bottle. I'm, you know? I'm, t- I'm like, totally on board with you on that. Like, like, we're not here, we're not all getting hammered. Everyone's having a few drinks. I had my first you know? drink on my 21st birthday. Oh, geez. I was a rebel, and I waited till I was 21. I quit drinking six months after I turned 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was interesting. I was like, wow. I remember everyone kept asking me, what's it like? Because people just give me shit. They're like, hey, yeah, try this. I'm like, yeah, that's like... That tastes like lavender hand sanitizer. Yeah. That yeah. tastes like apple hand sanitizer. Have you tried Everclear yet? Oh, uh, no, but I hear about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that shit will take your I breath away. I can't even smell Fireball after Oh, everyone had my 20, it. when I was 21. Oh, I just yeah. can't even smell it anymore. I don't want to. I've just tasted it so many times backwards that it's just not okay. <laughs> yeah. And I've never never smoked anything. Never done yeah. anything like that. So I've been pretty nice. clean on everything. Yeah. Well, yeah like it. A good kid. <laughs> oh, no, man. It's, uh, I, I just, I went through it all. I did all that shit, you know? And, sure. I, and I just realized that, like, um, I even tried smoking again, you know, mm-hmm. uh, later in life with weed, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I hated it. I'm yeah. just so slow and so just unproductive. I don't have time for that shit anymore. Sure. I got kids. I got a job. I got all this shit. I don't know how people can just sit around and smoke weed all day. Like, I don't know how to react because of, like, asthma... Oh, I Based on stuff I've too. had, I felt like it'd be a problem. Like, I can't drink beer because on my 21st, I tried beer and it fucked me up. Really? And then I started reading about it and it sounds like I have, like, a allergic to the hops. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. Well, okay. Never mind. I like wine or yeah, some no. shit. I'll drink, like, uh, like harder stuff. Like, 
my favorite thing right now would be like a twisted tea. I'll go to France house. I'll have like a okay. twisted tea. The raspberry twisted tea. I don't know. They went around Shit, when I was dude. doing it. <laughs> All the girly stuff. They Four say. locos were around when I was drinking. Yeah, the good old days. Those are fucking... You black out, but you're still going. There's a bunch of fucking caffeine in them, you know? Like, oh, God. So, yeah, wasn't wasn't really into any of that kind of stuff. I, maybe that kind of follows along the line of, like, those personal opinions earlier. Right. About some of that body stuff. Is I know I have an addictive personality. Oh, yeah. And so I tell people, like, why would you never try? I said, honestly, I feel like if I try that shit, I'm going to like it. Right. I probably know I'm going to like it. And then I'm going to want to do it more. And then I'm going to waste all my money. Yeah. They're like, that's an honest point, Taylor. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly. a real good point. I mean, alcohol is expensive. Weed's expensive. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes are expensive. Cocaine's expensive. Like, yeah. Everything that's good is expensive. Yeah. I didn't like cigarettes very much, but I would smoke those uh, Swishers. I'll be on my own like drugs of uh, working out and right. video games. And <laughs> well, steroids are expensive, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge addict, right? So, like, I'll just keep going from one thing to another. As mm-hmm. long as it's keeping me healthy and happy, Yeah. I'm fine with it, you know? Like, I'm out of prison. Prison's no fun. So, we don't want to do that shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. But, There's some things, like, I would... In the right situations, I'd delve into. Yeah. I think. Like, just learning history on, like, especially Joe Rogan shows, like, about mushrooms and what they can do for you. Mm. I think, I see that as more of a natural versus, like... So, on mushrooms, um, I absolutely adore them. Mm. Um, I haven't done them in probably fucking 10 years, right? Mm. But every time you do mushrooms, you come back with this whole new outlook on life, and it's always positive. That's what they talk about, yeah. And it's just, it's... So, first of all, what it does is expands your fucking brain until it hits your fucking skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, not good, right? Yeah. Not amazing for you. But, yeah. um, and then you have to, I would consider. There's so many different ones out there, though, is the thing. It's a well, huge. There's genre. a bunch of different types, right? Mm-hmm. And then the I would always be with someone experienced, mm-hmm. always, because what they're going to be able to do is. I remember I was tripping real hard one time, mm-hmm. and uh, I started getting in a bad place. I went and took a shower after the pool. Which the pool, being outside, fucking amazing. I loved it. Uh, I almost died because I cannonballed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bubbles. And I'm like down there. I'm like looking around. I'm like, this is so beautiful. It's so magnificent. And I'm like, oh, my chest hurts. Why is my chest hurt? Oh, shit, I got to breathe. And then I made it up. And I'm like, <gasps> And like yeah. my uncle who was there was like, dude, you were down there for fucking ever. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying I plan on doing that, but like it's more of just well, there's a I think about those things. Yeah, where just like those are cultural things, right? Like especially it's natural, yeah. Like the northern, like like those Celtic northern <laughs> the tribes. berserker shrooms. Oh God, that'd be I'd love that'd some be of nuts. that shit. Yeah, some of those things I I understand, like especially like Native American things too. I think Peyote like the, the, yeah, I I like I think that stuff's cool. I don't think I'm... I, I probably won't ever do any of it. Well, so I would say if you're dedicating a day to, like, self-improvement, if, you, if you're doing it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like like I said, mushrooms, you come back every time and you just have this just appreciation for life. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing them and you're doing them with people who aren't freaking the fuck out and you're not that person as well, mm-hmm. um, everything is so beautiful. Like, you just look at things, and, like, you could stare at this table for an hour and just understand and appreciate. <laughs> look at the grains. Yeah. 
This is a year of life for this. It's not tree. just all that this mainstream like, shit that just dogs you down, makes you a part of the right. system. Right. I definitely want to do peyote, uh, but again, that's a whole day fucking trip, right? Like I would be going somewhere to do it. You know, one like, of my friends. He's kind of an explorer in a way because his his dad is a pilot, so we got free tickets everywhere. Oh, so he just did shit. The cool story, like he, when I first got interested in that, is because he went down to the Amazon and he met some tribes and he would visit them. These tribes. He was like seventeen, eighteen at the time. Whoa! And so one, of, they convinced him to put himself on a shaman trip. And okay. He, and he just, he was not the same when he came. Not like, not there, like just as in, he, the way he explained, he's like, when you're paralyzed on the floor of the Amazon, and these demons are running up to you, and trying to slice through you and shit, like, you wouldn't believe what feels real and what doesn't. I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's some nutso stuff. Well, so. He documented it and stuff, he was super wow. into it. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So I did... I'm not going to go through the story of how I accidentally did a sheet of acid, but um, it was probably four days, like three, three day, four day trip. And the first day, I know I'm on acid and a lot, and so I'm just dealing with it. I figure when you're on acid, that's it. Like you are on acid and you will be done when you're done. And uh, by day two, I'm like crying, like thinking I just permafried myself. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Sure. So when you start getting into that mode, uh-huh. everything gets bad. Everything Ooh. that is fun on acid is no longer fun. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, day three was just horrendous. It was one of the worst fucking days of my you life. You lost your reality at I that just, point? To this day, every once in a while, I'll sit there and think on whether or not, like, did I just get used to it? Or, like, did I come down? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Because yeah. it changed... A couple days of doing it, you forget what reality looks like because everything is fucking moving slow motion or melting or fucking moving around in ways that it shouldn't be. And like, sure. you just forget what reality looks like, man. And so it was like, to this day, I'll sit around like, I wonder if I'm just sitting in a fucking squishy box somewhere, just imagining all this shit. I'm just your imagination. Right. You know, the scary thing about acid is I have a friend where he used to do that a long time ago. He says he's all he's been clean for many years, but the thing yeah. is, is he was driving one day, and he, his neck popped, mm-hmm. and he lost it. He said he was able to get pulled over and have a trip on the side of the highway, and he says he talked to the doctor, and they says because you your body stores that syllabicize yeah syllabus whatever it is yeah, yeah. they store it in the in like your spine. Mm-hmm. And so he says, since that day, he's afraid to ever pop his neck again. I was like, fuck that, dude. Because the yeah. dude's big. He's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, he's a big, big man. He's like, I'm afraid I'd fucking kill someone. Yeah. I was like, dude, <laughs> I'll watch out then. <laughs> yeah, well, driving is not a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I drove... He was in a company vehicle, he said. Oh, shit. So I'm glad he did. Well, I was driving fucking just home. And I had taken some mushrooms, and they, they, it wasn't supposed to kick in yet, mm-hmm. but it started kicking in while I'm driving, and it was like fall. Yeah. It was around here, so it was fall, and the colors are fucking beautiful. And I was <laughs> like, oh, like, 
tripping the fuck out on the way. It was bad. See, and it's one of those things I would never probably do recreationally. It would be for like a reason, like a right. spiritual reason. Because I see some of that stuff that is used for spiritual reasons, like the reason why mushrooms are being used mm-hmm. by a lot is is for something. Like if I went somewhere with a group, if I went out to freaking the backwoods of Iceland with a bunch of boys up there, take some freaking have some shrooms and, and some damn lifting stones, I would probably do it. Some wild ass animal stuff. I mean it's it. like a it's a it'd be a spiritual awakening. But I'm not into recreational anything, I guess. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't do anything recreational either, uh, not anymore. And uh, But if I were to do it, I would I would definitely take some shrooms, go out to the woods, and go camping. You know, um, I've done it enough to where I can handle, like, I could make a fire. I could, I could do all that other shit. Like, I can handle myself. I could make sure I ate food. You know, yeah. like, I did quite a bit of it back in the day, so... That Norse Mentality podcast, he, once a year, him and a couple guys that have podcasts do that. They go up to a cabin, just the four of them. They do that stuff and record for, like, a three, four-hour podcast. Yeah. By the fire. And it's super hilarious. Dude, the fire is just... It's natural. It's so amazing. Like, I like It's what I, you're meant to do, sit around a damn fire. I can't even Not explain a cell phone. the beauty of a, of a fucking fire when you're... <laughs> like I mean think of, seeing, ancestors. think of seeing every single thing in the world as just absolutely magnificently beautiful yeah. and then looking into a fire see which that's is why mushrooms are a spiritual thing Not I wouldn't consider them the same as like other drugs right yeah so I love mushrooms too because uh, acid is one of those things where it's just like you take it then you're fucking high and then you're high as fuck, and then you're just not anymore. Because it's meant just for that. Right. Whereas, like, mushrooms, you, you climb up, you peak for a little bit, and then you're climbing down. And in down a way, people and... do it for a reason. Right. That's fine. Yeah, I like mushrooms. I definitely want to do peyote. Uh, I don't know about, like, DMT and shit. I don't know about that, but I know Joe Rogan's big on it, and he does yeah. those... He talks about that, which he is He does nuts. those fucking... What is it? Like, anti... Like anti-sensory fucking rooms? Yeah. And on like DMT and shit? That's weird. Fuck that. It's cool learning about it. It's like the only kinds of drug that I like think is super cool to learn about too. Because you're like, wow, like how does that affect your mind? Like when, when he talks about like the stoned ape theory. You ever heard I that? I don't know that It's a is. theory of evolution that yeah. monkeys, just in a, in a broad explanation... Monkeys got into mushrooms, and they just kept thinking, and that's what they developed words oh. off of that. That that's how we became what we are is because because they just kept getting high on it. Because they said there's a type of the scientist was on there talking about the type of like verbal analytics that come out when someone's on certain shrooms. They think that's what happened. That these monkeys took this, and then they started getting verbal, and then that's how the first languages were spoken. Whoa. Weird. I mean, I don't know if I believe that stuff. Well, I just you, think that's a cool theory. Having done it's mushrooms nature. enough, um, I, I can agree with that. Just because I know that every single time, you have a whole different outlook on life. Every time you think do. Think if it. a monkey just gets into a big old pile of them. Just trips the just fuck out. fucking eating them. Pounds of it. That's nuts. Smart as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Smart as hell. I mean, when you're ready, let me know, and we'll fucking go on a trip. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll go up to a fucking, up to the woods. Way out. We'll find a good spot. 
not too far from civilization. Yeah, he got to go to Dragon Box. Because, I mean, sometimes you will just be like, oh, my God, look at this, and then take a few steps. Oh, my God, look at that. Next thing you know, you're fucking like... Whenever I go out in the woods, since I've always been out avid outdoorsman, I always tell at least two different people, Right. this is my area and this is my time back assumed. So I'm assumed to be back by Monday. If I'm not, if you don't hear from me by Wednesday, call. Yeah. Because just because you're not home on Sunday doesn't mean like I had some friends that their car broke down. Everyone's freaking out. They're supposed to be home um, that Sunday. They came back Tuesday morning because they had to walk to town. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're not going to die in two fucking days. After the third day, come up for me. Yeah. Because I'm going to know the direction to go, and I'm going to meet you halfway. Well, I would I just get it. some GPS devices. Oh, I sure. Play I mean, that. fuck, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want to fuck with it, you know? Like, I mean, you can just get lost so Big easy. will find you. Good. We'll probably be friends. Put him on shrimps, too. Yeah, I'm into it. Get an extra little baggie just for him. But, uh... Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Alright, last last little subject here. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about, like, steroids and shit? Knowing that just about everybody in Strongman is on steroids. Yeah. Right? Um, it's sort. slightly... I, I always say it's like a prerequisite mm-hmm. for uh, becoming a, a pro strongman. It's becoming so much more open, and I love that. Yeah. Because I understand both sides. Right. Those big names, they, they don't want to tell everyone because they don't want the kid to think that they can't be something if they don't take it. Right. But at the same time, I see the other side that like you should be honest with people so they, that way you're not living a lie. Well, you're not living a lie, and honesty helps people not get hurt. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you which know? which is why that I see that side, which is why I'm on that side um, more than the other, yeah. is because in the end, being honest about it will be more effective than absolutely than not. And uh, I, I just have a, a hard time with uh, the legality of it. Bugs me quite a bit. Yes, because everybody's so against it, mm-hmm. but there's there's. A lot more benefit than there is harm yeah. that comes from it. That reminds me of another post I saw because I'm always online. It's if uh, it was something along the lines of if Stacy next door can take steroids to become a man, why can't I take steroids to become a bigger man? Right. <laughs> I like that. like no shit. It's just all society. That's all it is. Well, and the thing is too that if we were more open and honest about it, you would know how much to take for to be effective. Yeah. Versus just taking a bunch of shit and hoping mm-hmm. it works. And yeah. then going into roid rage or fucking having heart issues or mm-hmm. liver issues, all that other shit. Like, you know, it's 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 definitely not something to fuck with, mm-hmm. right? But it's definitely something... I mean, I feel like society would be in a hundred times better place if men, as soon as they started dropping off, mm-hmm. which is different for every man, mm-hmm. right? So let's say 40. Every man at 40 was locked, looked at talk to about testosterone therapy mm-hmm. and was on it because you're seeing society open up about that part more which right. I think is the start it's going to creep down it's going to make its way I think especially with all that just with the just a lot of current society events going on right. in that field with like um, in sports with trans and everything you know all these big movements yeah it's it, it, it just helps open up that for uh, for people like us, too. Like, hey, we've been criticized for this shit, all, like, for 40 years, you right. know? Why, you know, if a, it's a, oh, it's it's acceptable for a 10-year-old to be prescribed test. Why can't 
Yeah. Why can't a 30-year-old? Right. He wants to be bigger, and he wants to be a bigger man than he already is. Teach him how to do it right. Right. Like, just, I think it should be able to be prescribed, you know? Uh, Get actual... That's the other problem, too. Um, You start getting it from other places. You don't know what the fuck's in that. You know, you're just hoping they're doing it right. Yeah. So the hard part is you get it from one guy, and it's good. You just keep going to that guy, right? Because... Sure. You're too scared to try anything else. Some shit will make you break out. Some shit will give you fucking rot your muscles. Like, yeah. what was in that shit. kitchen sink when he was mixing it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, so it's it's crazy. What oil was he using? Yeah. Am I allergic to that oil? Is that oil even labeled on here, or does it written with permanent that's marker? That's what's funny because like big pharma, you know, that's a whole other topic. But they, if they if they allowed that side to be controlled and redistributed properly, I mean. Everyone would win. Yeah. They'd win too. Well, it's the same thing with weed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got so many good, good aspects to it. Like, not just in smoking wise, mm-hmm. like the CBD use of it. Yeah, without the THC. Right, has been That's up been extremely. a huge thing lately. It's huge. You don't have to be high to get your benefits from this. Thing. Right. Teaching people. Well, that. and yeah, then, like, like the, the creams, the fucking, mm-hmm. the cancer benefits from mm-hmm. it. Like, just. My grandpa did that to help. His slow, his when before he passed, Absolutely. helped him live longer, and it works. Mm-hmm. Chemo, that's not a thing. That's fucked up shit. Yep. While he was on chemo, he still did it, and it helped him. I it helped us have more time with him. I hate chemo. I hate seeing what it does to people. All that mm-hmm. other stuff. If I end up with cancer, I may change my mind once I actually get it. Right. Uh, it depends on the point. I think. Like, well, I don't know. It depends. Right. Well, my thing is, uh, I hate to see what it does. I'd rather live a full life to where I was supposed to be than to fucking be like a zombie. Yeah, you don't want you don't shit. want people to imagine you as just that bald, bloat faced, tired guy. They want you just to see you as like what right. you really were. I'd rather be lifting and then just die. Yeah. You know. That's it. it. Just lifting. Right. That's what I want to do. Suicide grip on bench? No, I'm good on Drop that. it? No, I'm good. No, fuck that. I tried, was doing suicide grip for a long time, and then I figured out how where my hand placement needed to be. I put my thumb back under. I saw too many shit. I saw in the gym someone drop a fucking, uh, like a 315-pound bench on their chest, and I was like, nah. I tried it for um, overhead press. It helped that. me align my wrist better, because I was yep. watching a video from a, another podcast I follow, Mark Bell. Yeah. Power Project. He, um, he was talking about it. He had a guy on there that was doing some training stuff. And he's like, this is the only time I ever promote anyone to do it. That, that's probably the best time. Because you like, know wow. if you lose so it, I tried you can it. just back up. I was like, oh, shit. Because like he said, I was holding it way too far back. I'm right. getting the spring in it. And he says, you're losing power. So if I put my hand under it and do that suicide grip, I just stack my wrist right. And I was like, oh, I had way more drive at the bottom. Yeah, yeah it, it's very helpful. It, it does work well. My my thing um, is with bench. It scares me with bench. Yeah, Incline, no decline, fucking just regular bench. Like, it should not be used there. That suicide grip is not okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, overhead, absolutely. I mean, trying to stack a, an overhead press is not easy to do already. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that, it's probably the safest place to do it. It really, yeah. You can just throw it out, you know? Yeah, like, you, you miss, it, just you keep shoving it forward. Down. Yeah. Yeah, like, fuck. But, yeah, on that topic of, of roids, I'm not uh, I'm not against that. Right. It goes along the lines of my personal thoughts on the use of drugs, right. where if it's of a natural, like, or not natural, it's more of a 
uh, a benefit. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's, well, it's, just, it's something you already have in your body. We're just increasing the amount. That's you know? exactly. I think if I get, I don't, I don't know how far into this I want to get. You know, with yeah. I want to lift as much as I possibly can. When I get to some high limits, if I'm doing good in columns and I'm feeling good, it could be something I can talk about. Right, and that's the thing too. I tell everybody until you've hit all of your plateaus everywhere, yeah, and you're just not getting any stronger because that's your body's limit. Don't even consider it. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're 25 or under, don't even consider it mm -hmm. uh, because it does do quite a few things to you. You yeah. know, uh, when you're on cycle, sure you can fuck all day. It doesn't matter. Whenever you want to get hard, you'll be hard. When you're not, good luck. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. it's it's just not fun. You you. You're in that, like, it's it's super weird because normally as a dude, I'm sure at least sex crosses your mind probably every 30 minutes. Like, and that's that's a, that's a on the slow scale, yeah. right? But when you're hitting a fat cycle and then you come off a cycle, mm -hmm. um, I can go like a month not even thinking about it. Like, it's just not on my you mind. You don't do like a post-cycle, like, rehab I, or anything? Because I know I slow do down. That. Uh, I, what I what I used to do is I'd just be like, bam, I'm on full cycle, boom, I'm off full cycle, right? And then I would just ride the fucking wave, and then I'd get back on cycle. Um, I have gyno the the fucking genetic disorder yeah. version of it, so I don't fucking care because mm -hmm. the worst it's gonna do for me is just what make me lactate. Great, I'm already fucking ruined. That's anyways, if you right? have enough estrogen conversion, right? And so it's it's really not something I'm even worried about. Um, so I went like a full. I like a couple of years ago. I was on like trend and test, mm -hmm. and uh, I did the full year. I didn't even take a day off. Wow. Yeah, so it was like fucking, nice. and it just didn't really affect anything yeah. for me. It's just I react really well with it. I'm afraid of needles. I am. I'm not a big fan. I'm gonna be honest with you, but um, it's actually a lot easier if you have somebody do it for you. Mm -hmm. That's what got over it for me. I had uh, like especially my ex wife would always do it. Um, I would just lay down, and then she I'm would so just fucking boom. Like you're scared of needles, but but like it's usually in your ass, mm -hmm. right? So you can't really see you, it coming. You get used to it, you know. Just I mean, like you do. People you who don't. have diabetes, like they can be afraid of needles too. But they still got to get that insulin in them, right? It's true. So they learn to get over it. I can learn to get over it, but I just I don't know. One, I you know, I had this conversation with my dad uh, today. I was talking about test stuff because he's he's a uh, early 40s mid 40s yeah and I asked him like what because I I thought he used to when I was younger he's like no he was actually pretty open about it he says I have low numbers and I have and I, I think my doctor thinks I had them since my 20s damn and I was like he never did anything crazy at all he's always been just eats right and stuff and so I was like whoa like that's kind of waking for me like because I'm in my it's mid twenties, yeah, and I know that would be genetic. He's like, yeah, right. He's like, I just too tired all the time. I need to go into the doctor to get more. It's been a while, and they, they keep telling me. I was like, then do it. Do it. He's like, yeah. yeah last time I got my numbers, I think they're like one eighty, one seventy. I said, dude. I said, dad, that's less than like a lot of like lifting females. Yeah. I said, dude, what the hell? Why? He's like, well, he said he did the patches. And that worked really well when he was prescribed those. Yeah. But, also cream now, too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just was like, I need to get back on it just because I'm not getting a lot of... Because he's building a house right now. And he's just... He's building it on his own. So he's just... He's just... I'm just too tired. I was like, dude. 
that's nuts. If your numbers are that low, yeah. But it helped. I'm glad he was open about it because then I can think. I know that stuff's hereditary. I know a little bit how that works. I'm like, damn. Maybe soon enough. Like if I'm getting, li- I mean, I'm hitting huge gains in the gym, so that doesn't matter to me right now. Well, you got. If I stop everywhere else, I need to get too. tested. Yeah, I'd like to get blood work done. Well, just I wouldn't know even just, if you stopped. Why, why don't you just go get tested? It's mm-hmm. a blood work. It's forty bucks yeah. to get all the blood work you need to get done for that, and it's seriously eye opening. Like, mm-hmm. see where your fucking levels are right now. Mm-hmm. You probably don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Given the way you perform in the gym, all that. That's other what shit, I think about. Is you like probably don't. But don't you want something to measure that off of mm-hmm. later? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well, my numbers were here about 26. My numbers are getting lower, mm-hmm. right? And they're getting lower at, at about this rate. So I'd say every year I'd get tested. Because it's, it's in-depth numbers, too. It's not just your test number, but your free test number. Everything. Because there's going to be guys who have 400, but they have way more free tests than a guy at 700. Yeah. And they'll be hitting way better. But I know, I know what the strength things I'm getting. I know I don't have a problem, but it is something I'd like to... Make sure to keep an eye on because I don't want well, to learn from this mistake. 24. Wow. Yeah. That's when I realized I really do need to start cycling down. And uh, that, that's bringing my levels back down over a couple weeks towards the end of it. And uh, that really helped. Just figuring that shit out. Because at the same time with that, so if you're looking at it from a technical standpoint, I probably am about two weeks off is about all I do. So when I stop a cycle, I cycle down. It takes me about a, like four weeks mm-hmm. to get down. Two weeks I'm not on, then I start cycling back up. Mm-hmm. And I'll just do that. So it's about, what, like 10 weeks? Yeah. I'm not on, which isn't terrible. But I learned about pro-hormones pro back in the day before those were banned. Yeah. Um, back then, because we tried some of that in high school. I was okay. stupid. I admit now that I shouldn't have when I was in high school. I don't have any problems. Right. Um, but. Are you talking about orals? or mm-hmm. what Orals. Okay. So, like, it was a halibar um, in oral form. Okay. Um, when you're on it, you have on-cycle support for your liver because you're taking orals. That shit's hard on your liver. Yeah. So, when you, you're on it four to eight weeks, and they still sell certain types of pro-hormones that are still around, beat around the bush. Yeah. You're on it four to eight weeks, but then you need to cycle off for four to eight weeks as well. Yeah. And then you need to change the comp. You'd something else. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, so I know that you're supposed to, like, I probably cycle down maybe twice a year. Mm -hmm. That's about where I'm at. Whereas you should be doing it, yeah, about twice a year. So you should be three months on, three months off, three months on, three months off. That's 12. Mm -hmm. Right? So... But even at that, you have your on, then you have four weeks of post-cycle therapy where you have a slight test boost with a couple other things to get yeah. your natural levels, and then you're off for four to eight weeks, and then you do it again. Wow. Fuck all that. That's too long. Yeah. No thanks. That's good. So I, I live my best life on cycle, mm-hmm. and that's my energy levels are up. I haven't drinking caffeine in three weeks now. I just don't anymore. Um, I have, like, ADHD really bad, so, like... When I do take, when I do drink caffeine, mm-hmm. I get like this insane, like almost a cocaine boost, oh, right? Nice. It's nuts. But then I come down fucking hard. And if I don't like take a nap, everyone's fucking hating me. Yeah. So at least with this, I have like an even, I'm even kilter, sure. right? Like just all the way across. And uh, I'm not like super energetic, but I'm not like tired, yeah. right? So 
when I was on that, it, I didn't really gain much strength from it because I didn't idealize my, nu- my nutrition or anything. It was senior year in high school. But, like, I felt like a fucking superhero. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing, felt too. like Superman. This kind of strength that, uh, like... It, when you're on cycle and shit like that, that kind of strength is intoxicating. I tell people that all the time. Yeah, like, that's like, an effective drug because you're like completely coherent. You you feel like this should be normal. Yeah. Well, and then when you're off of it, you just feel so weak and so like, I don't know, tired and, and just yeah. your sex drives down. Like, like you feel like such a fucking man when you're on it. Like you know? I've, I've used like different types of stimulants. Like not just like caffeine, but like um, DMAA. You ever heard of that? No. It was another thing that was banned. <laughs> cool. Um, it's it it's it's one of the ingredients that was in Jack 3D. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was that's how most people know DMAA. Okay. Is the way it made you feel. like it was weird. Like I remember how good it made me feel when I took tests. My ears would stop ringing, and I could just like hold my breath, and I could just I felt so clear of mind. I aced my AP calculus finals on that shit. Wow. Back then, I just like I I just remembered everything. I just my ears stopped ringing. I was just like that shit was good. Yeah. Which, in a way, I'm glad I can't get it now, because I'd still be like oh, yeah. riding that wave, okay. feeling like a superhero. It's hard to stop. It's really hard. I mean, you just get so strong so fast, and you just you're just always you always feel like a man, and you know like. I've, I I don't fight as much as I used to, right? Like I, when I was a kid, I'd always be fighting, um, and it was mm-hmm. fucking stupid. But like now, it gives you that that just presence. You know what I mean? Like I can get out of a car if someone's like talking shit, wants me to pull over, or whatever. I can get out of a car and scare someone back into their car without even saying a word. Yeah, you know, it just gives you that full just like when you're when you're gonna confidence. get in a fight. Like, I'm just so, like, you can see the excitement in my body. Sure. Just, like, ready for this. Like, that's I'm just a, like, shut that's your an fucking mouth. Topic. Are we going to do this or not? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. you're, like, last time, so I talked about it on the podcast. I don't know if you heard that one, but I had, the day before, someone was, like, cutting me off, and mm-hmm. I got around him, and they, like, started following me. We come up to a red light. He hops out of his car, oh. and I hopped out of my car, yeah. and he's like, I'm going to fuck you up, Bobo. I'm like, you know what? Your friend should get out of the car, too. And he's like, why? I'm like, then you'll have a fucking chance if there's two of you. Like, yeah. get him out the fucking car, and I'm going to fight you both right fucking now. And, like, his friend wanted nothing to do with this shit. Yeah. He got right back in his car, flipped me off, and took off. And I was, like, disappointed. Yeah. I was so upset. You know, the gym's changed a lot of my, like, I've always been more passive about that stuff. Just yeah. with stuff growing up. And so, like, my wife now, now this gets mad at me because, like... I'm ready to call people out. Right. Like in the store and stuff. Like when I'm you okay feel good? It. I just feel good. The gyms yeah. made me like feel good. Like right. I can lift more than this guy. Yeah. I'm <laughs> definitely stronger than that guy. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, but I'm also, it's, it it's also body makes me nervous, you know, which is one of the reasons I was in kickboxing mm-hmm. because you need, as a man, sometimes you need that type of outlet. I need to be hit. You know, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I don't know if it's masochist or sadist, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, where, like, I want pain. Yeah. I need it, you know? And yeah, so, like, it's natural. 
I just, I get into a kickboxing sparring and shit. I don't even put up my hands till you hit me a couple times. You know what I mean? Like, and I just walk forward. It's just, that's also intoxicating to just have that confidence of you can't kill me. I like that. You know what I mean? That'll be, that's another (laughs) category of stuff I'd like to delve into with all my list of shit because just like with having two daughters, I know I have to step that shit up. Well, I just because situations that I've already ran into in the store. Yeah. Like we're leaving Best Buy in, in Jansen Beach. This one freaked me out. This dude was way bigger than me. He was yeah. following weird with our daughter. And I had this thought. So I just was staying between them as we came around. And he just kept, he kept his eyes on her. And I just kept her a little closer. And he was trying to talk, trying to like talk shit a little bit about like my tattoos. And weird, weird, yeah. weird shit. Yeah. So I just, I just ignored it and, and followed her to the car. And Liz had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I'm like, that's the kind of shit because I don't want, I want to have the body language confidence, you know, just to be able to show that I'm not afraid of it. Learn yeah. something because I don't want to rely on my clock. Right. You know, that's the thing is just like, just as with fighting, just as this having personal weapons, you don't want to use it. Right. You should never have to. You know, right. I'd rather find it, be in a situation where I can stop the guy without having to resort to the worst thing possible because I don't want to. Right. And, and I think we talk about that with Nate a lot, um, which which is my focus on guns. Uh, I don't like guns because they're death machines. That's all they are. And if you don't see them as that, you're an idiot, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's what they're made to do is to kill someone. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not meant to scare someone. Yeah, exactly. To kill somebody, that's, so that's that's. So I, I get what you're saying. Yes. Like, because if I pull my it's gun out, for that. you're not going to see it. You're going to hit the ground. Yes. They say that's the problem. People who tune people who have them nowadays. It's just. Do not pull it unless you have to use it. Right. Never flaunt that shit around. Right. I grew up around guns because we're all hunters. Right. We're all target practitioners. We always had stuff. We always had that growing up. So I, I, I'm glad I was taught the respect early. Yeah. Nowadays, people don't have respect. They just, they just do it because it's cool. Yeah, they want to wave it around and try and scare somebody. My daughter asks about what it is. I explain it. She knows it. She respects it. Right. And that's just how I see it. You've got to teach them respect for it or else one day they're gonna, there's going to be a situation where your kid will be around someone who has one. Is that kid going to learn how to respect it or is that kid going to cause a problem? You, you always yeah. want to keep them prepared, right? To just to know the honesty in the world. Yeah, and it's it's hard too, man. I, and I don't want to have to ever use it. Right, I, I definitely would rather fight somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean? same. And that, so if I learned how, I'd feel yeah. better. Just break his legs. I'd rather break a guy's legs and end his life any yeah. day, any day. Right, because uh, that's on your consciousness. Well, and a lot of people don't understand the difference when you. Like, there's, there's something different about killing somebody. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that is, like you're saying, it weighs on your conscience. Mm-hmm. People don't feel that until they pull it out and realize, oh, shit, I can mm-hmm. kill this guy now. And now they're sitting there waving it. Yeah. Don't make me shoot you. Yeah. Don't make me do this. I have this. friends that are cops. Right? They talk about that when they've had to do that. Right. A few of them. Fucks them up for, like, a month. He's yeah. Like, they're like, okay. I don't want, I never want, like, this guy was going to kill me if I didn't. But... I never wanted to do that. Right. It messes them up. Right. So, I mean, That's I an think interesting one. I, the I, only I people that you. should be waving one would be a cop. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's on their hip. You know it's there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're pointing it at you, this is your final warning. And they have 100%. to give you that. Yes. Whereas, like, as a concealed carry, 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to know I have it till I fucking put two in your chest. Especially, you know? especially when concealed. It's, it's a, of course, it's a topic that's been debated for hundreds of years. Right. And I, I, our country's at the point now where it doesn't matter. Like, there's no changing if, if that stuff ended anyways. Right. Then only the bad guys have it. That's right. <laughs> that's where we're at. You know, I mean, you're looking at the UK. People are getting stabbed to death. I don't know the exact numbers, all the but time. thousands of people are dying from from being shot and stabbed over there. Even though knives and guns are banned, you know. Yeah, that's a whole other. Yeah, everybody's topic, got that shit. So. Yeah, I never want to have to use one on someone. Right. I want to learn that fight. Yeah. Got to get jacked. Well, the thing is too. Yeah, when you look a little more intimidating, um, people who fuck with people, uh, you have a different gait you walk with. You, yeah. You, like there's just this the risk confidence about you. Uh, like I don't I don't talk shit. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm so interested in wanting to fight somebody <laughs> that, like, if you're talking shit, mm-hmm. do it from not within arm reach. Because I'm not going to say shit. I'm not going to... Do you want to talk shit? You do what you got to do. I'm going to be like, dude, if you really want to fight, come closer. Mm-hmm. If not, fuck off. Yeah. That tells a lot of people a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you're within arm reach and you start talking shit, I'm probably just going to hit you mm-hmm. because... Usually the person who wins a fight is the guy who lands the first clean one. Yeah. That's what happens. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm also not going to follow you to the ground and keep beating the shit out of you either. Mm-hmm. Once my point's made, most people learn their fucking lesson. Yeah. If you get up again, I'll follow you to the ground the next time because you're probably fucked already. Mm-hmm. You get knocked in the head once and you're wobbly, that takes about 10, 15 minutes to fix. If you're going to yeah. keep going, you're probably an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So so being big helps that, too. It really does. That's why I'm, I kind of like that. I just feel better walking around. Well, and it's and it's weird, too. Being a strong man is a different kind of big. Yeah. Uh, you don't look... Like, when I'm wearing my jacket or whatever the fuck, I don't look that big. But I pull that shit off, and my arms are fucking huge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm a big dude, you know? Yeah. And it's, I get you. It's, it's a lot more fun that way. Plus, when I start getting mad, I start getting bigger. You know what I mean? Like, every, like oh, my Bruce Banner. Oh, man. My lats turn start green. popping out. Every, I turn red real bad. <laughs> when I get mad, like, I also get teary-eyed. I'm that guy who's like, looks like he's crying, but it's just, I'm just so excited. Can't prepare. You know, like, I'm just Jeez. like, yeah. But, Got it in your blood, man. I love it, yeah. Uh, anyways, so yeah, we're at about 101 minutes. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Went a little longer. No, than no. Expected. I was no. I was expecting. I was wondering how the hell am I going to make this last long for him? No, it. Uh, this is a good one, man. I like talking to you about it. Get the student in here. here. Yeah. yeah. It's it's good for you to have a student that, of well, your new thing you're doing. Not just a student, man. It's good. To, you're at that. I've been to, at your point. Yeah. You got your first competition. You're fucking excited. You're really going to start actually getting. Like, real. This is real now. Yeah. You know? like It's, it's not, not just not on just, TV anymore. It's not just something you were thinking <laughs> about wanting to try someday. Yeah. You've been signed up for a competition. You're going to this competition. Yeah. Now, the hard part is not getting hurt. Yeah. Right? That is seriously the hardest part from then to now. Or from now to then. Yeah. Right? Because you're going to get excited. You're mm-hmm. going to push yourself harder than you ever have. Mm-hmm. But you got to be careful. Because you're going to push yourself harder than you ever have. Yes. And there's a very big potential for getting hurt. And you get your newbie gains. You're going to be gaining a yeah. lot more right now. But what you got to do is just, yeah, stay safe. I think I'll be able to hit a lot of those numbers. The only thing I think about is, like, learning. I don't know how a yoke will feel yeah. walking with it. Or um, the deadlift ladder. Um, the top. 
the top number on it is above is about 40 pounds higher than my max but yeah, i know by then that. i'll be I'll not be even gripping. not even just by then by then you'll you'll be at least closer to that if not there already um, but in competition doesn't fucking matter you can probably lift 50 to 80 pounds more than you should be able to that's awesome. Yeah, that adrenaline in. Just oh, like yeah. on a game, like you, like soccer. I loved soccer in high school. Oh, yeah. I was fast. I was a fast kid on the team. Really? I was a big boy, but I was fast. Nice. As a forward. Um, yeah. Practice. You know, you're not as fast, but game day, oh, yeah. you can run all day. Yeah. Yeah. I played for 12 years. Yeah. I love soccer. I coach it. My my left foot. I have problems. I can't. I always have to play right because my left um, ankle is fused. Oh. So I can't. I can rotate my right ankle, but I can't rotate my left ankle. I can only go up and down. Interesting. So kicking with my left, stupid. Yeah. Anyways, soccer. I fucking love it. Yeah. You ever want to do that? You should coach uh, your girls in soccer. We want to coach their t uh, her t ball team this spring. But it's now we're like, fun. fuck. We got all this other stuff on our plate now. I know it so seems we'll see. hard, but like, it's so worth it. Oh yeah, it's so worth it. Can't I mean, wait to coach my kids. Coaching my son's team sucked. It was bullshit. Fourteen-year-old boys don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, they don't care. They sucked. They do it for the gram. No, they do it to take pictures. Their, their parents probably made them. I don't fucking know. Oh, really? oh, they just okay. they just sucked. They didn't listen. Cool. They're fucking off the whole time. The girls <laughs> like, t- I didn't know that. I didn't think it would be like that. But the girls were so much more fun to to coach. They listen. They want to be there. They're really trying. I teach them how to do something, and they fucking are doing it. Like, it's nuts. You know what I mean? It gives you some satisfaction. It does. It does. I mean, the boys didn't win a single game. Um, That was not really their fault. We had from 12 to 14-year-old boys, and most of our kids were 12. But we're playing 16, 17-year-olds. That's good for them. Sure, but at that age, that's a big deal. That's a big difference. Oh, yes. Huge. Like, difference between half the team being able to kick all the way down the field and, like, my team. I had two kids who could kick it halfway down the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a big difference. Four but. years from now, they're going to be damn good. We'll see. All right, so uh, you got any dad jokes? You got anything? No? I keep trying Fuck, to do you it. you keep thinking about that. And I, 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 I haven't done one in I don't know how many fucking weeks, man, but... Liz thinks I'm just one giant dad joke. That's fantastic. So I play it out. Yeah. I just... Uh, I have a shirt that says head. dad jokes are how I roll. And it's, it's spelled with, with I, I, I. E-Y-E. Wow. Yeah. I like that shirt. Oh, damn. That's all I got. I'm too tired today. It's okay. I got um, more homework to go do. You got any shout outs you want to do? No? Um... I mean, I talked about Liz this whole time. Yeah, she's probably gonna eventually one day listen to this, just to just to make damn sure I said nice things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you didn't say anything mean so about her. It's just, uh, gosh, her support. She's the only support I have. Okay. The only person who actually gives a damn and says good job. So that's fantastic. Tell her. Cool. My kids are my best friends. They'll listen to it one day. Yeah, <laughs> I tell them that all the time. Myra, you're my your daddy's best friend. She's like, I know, I know. <laughs> you see her? She yeah. lifts. She's lifting. She's gonna be a lifter. She's gonna be strong, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna shout out my kids too on this one, just because uh, this hasn't been easy for them, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, they're getting through it, not in the best way possible, 
but uh, they're trying. So it's, it's my mom's fantastic. been divorced twice, so I've yeah. been through it. Yeah, it's not and fun. I know that side of it. Yeah, I've been. My parents were divorced too, so it's it's not fun. But it is what it is. Staying um, strong. Yeah. So this is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. This is Tyler Toby Townsend, Taylor Summers. All right. Thank you.